On this episode of the AIE Podcast... One month till Nertacular! Developer interviews galore. Exploding? Yeah, it's always an option. Sign up for Heroes of the Pants. And we have Apavan here to talk about AIE and Final Fantasy fourteen. All that and more, coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 236 of the podcast celebrating the Aaliyah Iocta Est gaming community, the Die Has Been podcast. This is Tetsumi, currently lost somewhere in Tanan Jungle, and to my left is Makala. Hey guys, I uh, dropped some chocolate fig cakes over there in the Kale Kitchen. Did you drop them or are they okay? They're fine. I dropped them just like everybody dropped expansions and patches this last week, silly boy. Ah, okay. We sent out Aludra on a super secret assignment. Okay, let's be honest here. She's <laughs> digging in the dirt. Shocking, I know. This week, we are joined by special guest Abavan, who is here to talk to us about AIE in Final Fantasy fourteen. Welcome. Oh my god, there's so much to do. Oh my Yay. god. So much. So what to have do. you been up to in or out of game? Well, we'll get to in game later, but what besides Final Fantasy 14, what have you been up to? Well, I've been uh painting and I've been uh living in a house without carpets or floors for uh, about a month now, right, which has been re- rectified last week. I finally got new nice. carpets and floors. One day before, we decided to have our little baby gender reveal party. So, like, within less than 24 hours after all the carpets were done, we had about 50 people in our house. Nice. <laughs> oh, nice. So, Good timing. You know, family, friends, and, and so forth. Uh, lots, of, lots of Smash Brothers were, were played that day. Uh, but I'm after sure. We announced that we are having two daughters. So that is awesome. Yay! So two little AIEites will be joining us shortly. The newest hordlings, so excited! Yes, it's going to be a uh, pretty awesome. Um, so, but yeah, many, many a smash, many a cart, um, and um, and I introduced someone to uh, Injustice uh, on the PS4, and that's a a fun little fighter. Very um, nice. So, so yeah, I. I think I know I read it on the cake on the Facebook page, but I don't recall off the top of my head. What are these two beautiful little girls' names going to be? Well, we're going to have uh, Catherine and Jacqueline, uh, or for shorts because you know short names are awesome. Cat mm-hmm. uh, and Jack. Nice, I like it. Yeah. And you say it really fast. It's Captain Jack. Yeah, <laughs> you can because you know. Yes. Uh, according to what I hear about kids, uh, time flies, so it's going to feel like we're traveling through time. Oh, spoilers. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, you're only, oh, what, like 10 years too late? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just you remember with it. the diapers, it's bigger on the inside. No, never mind. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, no, all the stuff that we have, you know, apparently in this house is smaller on the inside. <laughs> yeah. No, Most but, definitely. But besides that, there's an expansion pack that came out in a game Yay! that I particularly enjoy. Um, that would be uh, Final Fantasy XIV Heaven's Ward, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about uh, shortly. But I'll just give you a quick uh, insight, quick preview I'm going to talk about. It's so awesome! <laughs> <laughs> and did you guys just, spoiler alert, did you guys get the airship before or after the expansion hit? Um, we got that... I think uh, slightly before the expansion officially hit in the early access. Um, uh, okay. We, uh, but we'll go over that wonderful little tidbit there um, in a little bit because um, you know there's some fun things to talk about that. But uh, yeah, we, but yeah, there was an early access period, and then 
you know, just like every other MMO expansion or MMO period that comes out, there's the early access period to test things out. And yeah, they had to test things, but they tested the things out. Um, And, you know, test all the things. There is some nerd rage that happens on there on the public forums because, you know, why not? Um, Some of it justifies, some of it not so much. All those issues ironed out before the game actually launched on the 23rd. It was Tuesday of last week, whatever that day was. Mm -hmm. It's in the notes. It was 23rd. But it came out. Everything was beautiful. We were able to uh, welcome our Mac players to the game. But let's let's stop talking about that. Let's talk about AIE. We'll get to my stuff. We'll talk about my stuff later. You guys have plenty of stuff to talk about. We always do. And MK, what have you been up to in or out of game? Oh, about four foot ten. Just kidding. Uh, Well, that's what I'm up to without the heels. In game, we've raided due to our new patch dropping the other night, which made things a heck of a lot easier. It was actually kind of nice to kill bosses and not die repeatedly on the floor. I did die a little bit, but not as much as normally. I have not been able to play around much with the uh, new patch. However, I believe I have a date with my computer on Wednesday night. And uh, we actually kidnapped you into the Tanan jungle, which you officially had not opened yet, and got you blueprints for a shipyard mm-hmm. you don't own. I will be opening that up very soon. I don't, I don't know how that works, but it's awesome. It works. I, you know what? We, um, we're just going to say luck of the lock and go from there. Um, out of game and geeky stuff, uh, Continued our fifth Ed D&D game. I don't think I like playing the goody-goody cleric quite yet. Um, Yeah, I know. It's funny. Um, And then a friend of mine dropped a stack of comics on my desk a few days ago or a few weeks ago. So I've been trying to read as much fables as I can. I say holding up literally about 50 issues of a comic book. Yeah. Yeah. We've just got some brand new geeky fabrics in for our headbands that my friend and I make, including a Sherlock Holmes wallpaper fabric, uh, gamer dice, and adorable steampunk octopus. And we're hoping to have those done by Nertacular and headbands. So, Tet, what have you been doing in-game or out-of-game besides cleaning up after me in the kitchen? Yeah, that's that's mostly cleaning after you in the kitchen. Uh, that that is my task. Uh, no, I we raided. We raided on Thursday, and with the twenty percent nerf to Blackrock Foundry, uh, we extended our lockout and went in and killed two new bosses that we had not killed before, and um, that was fun. So we, we actually got loot. I think you even got a tier piece, if I remember correctly. I did. And we're going to be finishing that up. We're going to go work on Orgorger, uh, Iron Maidens, Furnace, and uh, then hopefully Blackhand tonight. We'll see how that goes. Um, But honestly, the expansion hit. It's fun. It... um, there's there's story there's there's some story missing and and I come to realize that as I'm sure we're going to talk about in Final Fantasy fourteen um, the fun of the expansion is more exploring and hanging out and doing stuff with your guildmates and mumble than regardless of what game it is so we had so much fun Saturday night on our our raid team fun run where we just went into um, Tunan Jungle and roamed around and did um, dailies, weeklies, killed rares, and and just had a blast. So that was that was very fun. That's what I have been up to. But we will be digging into Final Fantasy XIV shortly. Yay! But first, let's cover this week's news. A I E news. 
Right. The great summer family nerd reunion, Nerdtacular, is quickly approaching. The annual celebration of all things Frog Pants is just over a month away. There's still a few tickets left, though I'm pretty sure there's no rooms left at Snowbird. So if you've been thinking about going but are waiting for the last minute, that time is now. There's also a meetup posted at meetup.com slash aliyahaktaest and there's plenty of chatter in the nerdtacular section of the frog pant forums including people planning caravans looking for roommates mew has board game requests out there and more and don't forget guildy of the month help us recognize our outstanding guildmates in all the games that aie is involved in aie's guildy of the month program is a way to acknowledge outstanding members of, of our very large very wonderful community if you know somebody that deserves to be recognized please send an email to us at gotm at aie guild.org with the name of the person you're nominating in the subject line and in World of Warcraft news, we had a patch. Yay! Uh, the developers have been out in force. Corey Stockton and Ian Hazakosta sat down with different fan sites to discuss the patch 6.2 content and issues surrounding the patch. We have links to the Instance interview and the Wowhead interview, uh, both in the show notes that we'll post when we post the podcast live. And there's been some lively discussion about the patch in our forums. Yes, use the forums. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, we have two discussion threads posted up. One started by our own Randy Deluxe. Yay. All right. And Eve, apparently politics and drama are rearing their ugly head in Eve. Yeah, shocking, right? This never happens. And Hoots has posted some emergency evacuation procedures in case of losing stuff in Fountain. Fly safe, guys. And remember, as Stu always says, exploding really is your only option. It really is. And in Guild Wars 2... Jericho, or hope I pronounced that right, Jericho has started a thread on the forums discussing the new patch and AIE activity in Guild Wars 2, and Dahara has posted some good information in the thread. Jedi has also posted a new thread listing all the patch changes, and there's a good discussion going on about them as well. And we'll have links to both uh, forum posts in our show notes. All right, in Sortor, remember that mandatory fun nights in Sortor. Come one, come all. There's new stuff to see and do. It is Tuesday, I believe, at 9 p.m. server time. Arvis posted a thread discussing what to do with all those pesky basic accommodations you have been stacking up since you hit level 60. And on this episode, or on the most recent episode of the Sportor Escape podcast, number 96, Suma, Max, and Asprotech EPC96 Dive into the details of Knights of the Fallen Empire, uh, the news and clarifications that are continuing to be announced. I can't read because words are hard. They give their perspective and debate a bit on the direction that Bioware seems to be taking. They also cover game news from this week from both SOTOR and general news from AIE in SOTOR. And in Lord of the Rings Online, Ducks has posted a new thread entitled Welcome to Osgiliath with some awesome screenshots in the new zone. Please post your own screenshots and discuss what you enjoy about the new zones in the forums. All right. Imperial Ludi, um, Ewok Punter. Hey, shouldn't that be back up in Sotor? Has started a thread discussing the heroes of the Storm Frog Pant tournament that's coming up. There's plenty of room for teams to sign up. Go do it. Have some fun and play with some Frog Pants favorites. Reminder from the last show, AIE has its own Minecraft server. More information can be found in the Nomad section of the Imperial Ludi forums. You do need to be whitelisted to join, but instructions and information about the server are there as needed. And in Final Fantasy XIV... Oh, wait, that's coming up shortly. Mm -hmm. However, we did want to call out one special thing and a lively thread that's going on in the forums, entitled Our First Free Company Airship. AIE's first airship was built by AIE members. Pulling the resources together, we were able to christen the first airship named Henry. Of and course. And with that, let's get back to Abavan 
and find out what's going on in Final Fantasy XIV. Yes, please. All right. So we do have our first airship, uh, the the AIE Henry. Uh, it's a little airship that does little errands for us. And uh, you know, we had to come together as a you know as a guild, as a free company, contribute resources to actually create the item. Uh, we had to build a workshop, um, which is an add-on to the free company house that we have that we all reside in. It's a little yes. separate. So we uh, we have that little area in there. We have a little little um, there's a little guy in there that manages everything for us. A little robot dude. It's very cute, and. Um, we uh, contribute all the items together. We build an airship, and this airship, um, right now, it can go out to different lands, different like little missions for us, and it levels up. We it has gear items, and we need to repair it so often. It has uh, an experience that it needs to get and level up, and eventually, uh, he will come back with, uh, and give us more crafting materials and additional. Um, they potentially give us schematics for new items that we can then research and then build new things. Eventually, we can have up to four uh, airships. Um, we, don't, we can only have the one right now, so we're building other things. Uh, some more game, some uh, free company buffs items we're building right now, and a few other small items here and there, but that's what we're working on with leveling up our airships. Right now, just Henry, but hopefully we'll be able to have some more airships and have some more uh, fun names. Um, and hope, and as the game goes by, um, future patches will let let us go out with the airship. Mm-hmm. Very cool. About how many people contributed, um, or if you know off the top of your head, um, to the fund to get that airship? Um, many. <laughs> okay, many Botham side to give us information. Okay. Yes, yes, I don't have the exact information to give you, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, certainly, a, certainly a guild effort. Yes, uh, definitely a guild effort that went ahead to to give us the uh, the, the free company airship. Eight. So, about this expansion pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, this expansion pack is very big, also very big. The collector's edition that they, it came with, and I mean the box, the actual box it came with, is big. As I, for those on the video stream, or for those who went to the YouTube channel to listen to the podcast here, I am now lifting up the Final oh Fantasy fourteen box. This box is the size of my head. Yeah, it is a you're big not a, box. You're not a small guy. Uh, no, uh, no, I am, I am larger than the average pe- average person. Um, Do you happen to have, have a banana for scale? Uh, <laughs> I can give you a an iPhone six for comparison. There you go. There we go. There we go. Here is my iPhone six on the wow, video screen, and it big. is dwarfed by this box. Now, what is inside the box? Because who cares about the box? Well, right, right. Some people like the box. I'm going to display this box. I don't know about you people, but I'm going to to display. We, this yeah, no, we display our boxes here. So we like big boxes, and we cannot lie. So obviously, you get the game. Right. That goes without saying. Which is tiny Which compared is just, to the box. Yes. It is a, a small little you know, DVD of game stuff that really we just download. You just want it for the CD key. So the next thing, he comes with it. I've been a bunch of in-game stuff here, but we're talking physical things right now. Um, great conversation starter, but the art book. You know, traditional hardcover art book. Art book of fun. Uh, you also get a DVD. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Check that. You get a Blu-ray of all the in-game cinematics and music from the previous game pack. So what we call 2.0 or A Realm Reborn. So everything mm-hmm. from 2.0 to 2.55, all the cinematics, all the music, and a lot of other extras as well are on mm-hmm. a Blu-ray disc that you can pop into oh, a great. PlayStation 4 or your computer or whatever, or mm-hmm. Xbox One. Or just a, a Blu-ray player, but you know, right. who gets a Blu-ray who player? We can get right. a PlayStation or an Xbox. Yeah, yeah everyone wins. <laughs> right. Uh, but it, it's a, all in uh, 1080p quality. Uh, watching a lot of cinematics at the highest possible settings, obviously, because it's 
they're trying to you know show how good this game looks and it looks really really good it's a great way to if you missed anything it includes all the side quest cinematics too not just the main story um so mm-hmm. all the side quests all the hildebrand stuff is all on this blu-ray so that's very cool oh really so hildebrand does the artwork on it no, the character. Oh, the Hildebrand brothers? Oh, no, God. the character Hildebrand, the world's greatest detective. Oh. Okay, I thought it was like you meant the artist when the artist Hildebrand. Like, no way. No. Okay, awesome. No, Hildebrand, the world's greatest detective. His I'll story is on the Blu-ray. Cool. Um, Very cool. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, Hildebrand is probably the best quest line ever in the history of gaming, just because it's made to be funny and it actually succeeds. So it's. <laughs> It's very cool. It's very fun. And it's uh, your quest rewards are dances. So keep that in mind. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's oh, great. Yes. So, um, so <laughs> it's dance funny because you, you get dances in Secret World and Final Fantasy XIV, if I'm not mistaken. You no, know, there's a lot of dances. <laughs> yeah. There's one patch that just gave you that that was three dances, boom, right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so there's a bunch of those and you know, dance studio, eat your heart out. <laughs> right? What, what, what dance studio? Yeah, exactly. Um, also, physical thing, you get a very cool little statue. You get, so you get this guy. Let me get, put this on the camera. Oh, For those on the gosh. audio stream, um, just Google Final Fantasy XIV Collector's Edition and look at images. This is what you're going to yeah. get. Um, I know this, the maybe the quality of this may not be showing through on uh, Google Hangouts so much, but it no, is a gorgeous. very, very in- intricate and relatively large statue, not like the little action figures you get from time to time. This is a, uh, I think from base to wingspan, it's probably like around six, seven inches. Cool. It's, okay. it's pretty large. And, um, but then there's the game. So let so we, we talked a little bit about the airships and the workshops and working together as a free company to build these things. Um, so that's that's great news. Um, we see. Future editors will get Look at my notes. Look at my notes. Um, other great things about this game is the main storyline. This one is mm-hmm. excellent. It is single-player quality type of... Um, story um, story thing where you actually see everything that happens, not just um, you know. I, as much as I adore WoW, you know how it tells the story throughout the thing. A lot of times to get the whole story, you had to read the novels in between each expansion or in between patches. Sometimes um, this one's all contained in the game. Which what happens in the game happens in the game, and it's the localization team for each. Uh, for each culture, so you have, you know, you know like for the, for the Americas or for or, or for Germany, the localization teams are excellent in actually making the game translate to each culture. So you know, you know, so the American culture understands what's going on. It's not not as a, it's not like uh, one of those. It's not like a wacky um, bend your head around three times animes that some some of them try to be. <laughs> so the actual and the actual story, I have not yet completed it myself. Um, on the expansion, uh, but it's been estimated around forty-ish hours of oh my new, gosh. new story content, not including side quests, not including like the repeatable levy quests out there, not including going through on your extra dungeons or the extras, anything. So there's a lot and of this is a main full... story. And this was a full expansion. This wasn't just a patch to the game, right? No. No, no, this is a full okay. expansion. Notice yeah, full this expansion. Is, this is the equivalent by the of full a full box. Whole... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, full no, box. No, I'm just <laughs> I, I'm just making sure my uh my brain's trying to put it into into wow. So it's a whole number patch or a whole number yes. expansion yes. as well. Expansion, right? It. Okay. It's like like Kata. This is 3.0. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Cool. 3.0. Um and and if I remember correctly, is it is it Final Fantasy fourteen or is it Guild Wars that if you buy the expansion, you get the whole game? Guild Wars, wasn't it? It might be. Uh, okay. Um, so, well, well, uh, that's kind of true in, with one of the purchases you could make with Final Fantasy. So when you, when you purchase the expansion, you have a choice of buying the expansion, the digital collectors, physical collectors, or you can get a combo pack that has both the base game and the expansion. So you're kind of right. 
So, so yes, yeah. that is so true. You can buy if you haven't played a lick of Final Fantasy fourteen yet. First off, what are you waiting for? Secondly, yes, you can <laughs> buy both the base game and the expansion in one box or oh, good, one okay. digital download, depending because you know <laughs> one um, key. If the game's yeah. not if right. the game doesn't come Add with cool statues. Are you really going to buy the box? In right. Day and age, yeah. you know. <laughs> and right. remind me, subscription or no subscription? Uh, yes, there is a sub for this one. Uh, the, the, if okay. you pay for it one month at a time, it's uh, you know your standard fifteen bucks. If you only want one character, you can you can drop it down to thirteen bucks a month. Gotcha. Okay, you only okay. want one character per server. Now the if you want to go. Um, if you purchase the full subscription at six months at a time, it works out to being 13 bucks a month if you pay for it at six months at a time, though. So it all mm-hmm. depends on how much you want to do. And you can um, – I have seen at a, at a – not all, but some store – some uh, you know game stores out there do have the game cards that you can purchase physically with some really cool artwork on there. Right. Um, or you can, you can get digital um, game cards. Um, or you have game cards shipped to you from Amazon mm-hmm. if you want. If you cool. like the game card route, otherwise, um, you know, standard credit card or pay. Uh, actually, I'm not sure if they do PayPal. They might. Don't know. But they do. Uh, they also have Krista, which is another currency that you purchase Krista and can be used for in-game services or um, or for game services overall. Um, I've never done that, but some people that's what they do to pay for the game. Gotcha. Right. So, Sorry, minor red hole. <laughs> so, uh, big game. Plus, so you got 40, 40 hours of scenario, of main scenario. Then you have all your side quests. And then you have all your levies. Then you have your dungeons. Then you have your other classes you can level up. And again, for those who are not aware, in case you haven't heard me preach this before, the best feature about, um, about this game is your one character can be all the classes. So think do of all it the as, things. Do all the things exactly. Um, so let's take you know the WoW example. You are a, a druid, and you. I say I want to be he- a healing tree. Click. I am now a healing tree. Click. I'm now a bear. Click. I am now a uh, a, a a kitty cat of doom. I am now a boomkin. Now take that same idea and apply that to all the classes in the game, not just. So let's say I'm now a black mage, so I'm now throwing fireballs and icicles at everybody. Oh, we are, now I, I want to be a tank. Click, I am now a paladin or a warrior, so fear me, fear ankles on the big bad guy, clunk, clunk. Oh, now we need a healer. Poof, I am now a white mage. Now we need uh, a stabby, stabby person. Poof, I am now a ninja. It's that easy. Very cool. Yep. So... And with this expansion, we now have three new classes, a new tank, a new healer, and a new DPS. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we have a, uh, a Dark Knight, which is a tank. And then you have a healer, which is the, 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 the Astrologian, which is more like a, um, a combo-based healer type thing. I haven't played too much of this class yet, but you play cards, and that's how you heal people or do, do your spells. And it's um, a lot of very cool visual effects. Um, even as a Someone who just witnesses them as my party mates or other random people are playing with the cards as they're playing through the playing through the game content, and then there is also the that the machinist, which is your uh, DPS class, which is like a turret slash um, gun wielding class, mm-hmm. and that's a, a it's very cyberpunkish. Was it say healing with cards? Sounds like uh, Deadlands. Yep. Yeah, it's um. Yes, I haven't dove too too much into the new classes yet. Um, I have unlocked Dark Knight, but I haven't done much with it uh, because I'm just going to try and get through the story content and try, just trying to unlock as many things as I can um, in the amount of time that I have to play the game. Yeah, that's that's always the time is finding free time to play. Yeah, yeah, the whole right. grown up thing. All right, so yeah, yeah, being grown up sucks. Um, so it does so uh, so kids. Uh, try not to grow up. Don't try grow to up. be a kid as much as you can. Now, given tr- you do try to get there and get the great job, so you can t- be- getting a great job will help you be a kid longer. There you go. 
it, it cracks me up this generation because I think very much our, our you know our our co generation because yeah we're all you know, we're grown ups we do the grown up things but then again we still play video games and read comic books and see you know superhero movies and it's a good thing right and when you grow up you want to have all those things but still you know eventually you can have the wall of fun like I have behind me. Yeah, right. exactly. So, other things. You gotta be an adult so you can afford the wall of fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. And be old enough to be able to have, you know, all the way down to uh, the PlayStation 1 that I have on the side there. <laughs> Stay up late enough to enjoy it. Yeah. That's right. Uh, let's see. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, new class. Um, classes, uh, more things in Heaven's War that came out is if you are, let's say you're a Mac player. Let's say you're a, a gamer, mm-hmm. but you only have a Mac. Um, well, you can now join us in the game because uh, there's now a native Mac client. You don't have to boot camp. You don't have to get do any of this crazy wine stuff. You just download and drag it to install and poof, heaven's word on a Mac. Very nice. Right. So um, so if you are a Mac player, you can join us. And again, it's same ser- you know, same servers. Do make sure that you do have a Mac's CD key though, when you, to, to put on your account though, uh, the CD keys are not shared over to different platforms. It's just one of the rules that they have to follow to be able to make the game cross-platform. And again, when I say cross-platform, PC, Mac, PlayStation Three, PlayStation Four, same servers. Yep, very nice. All right. Um, so, new classes. Um, if you are on the Windows client, you get something called. DirectX 11. DirectX 11 allows to take advantage of modern hardware for increased graphical fidelity. Um, in normal speak, it means it make pretty game even more pretty game. All right, so with the DirectX 11, it, the ground looks more like a ground, not just a flat piece of a flat plane with a picture on it to make it look like rocks. It now looks like there's rocks on the ground, little pebbles, there's reflections in the and like in marble and in water, it looks, it looks great. But it's a gorgeous game, anyways. Yes, an eleven makes it even better. And it, if you have a high end rig, um, one of the things uh, that um, maybe in you know even like in AIE events where we have a thousand people on the screen at once, such as uh, you know let's say a running of the beef or running of the somethings. Where you have mm-hmm. a ton of people on the screen at once, your machine may start chugging in a very slow frame rate. Right. Um, DirectX 11 solves a lot of those issues. Now, if you still get a bazillion people in one zone, it's still going to clock your machine oh, sure. down. But, but I found but that has with, more to do with the server, I think, than the machine. You know. Yeah, somewhat, but you know. the animation is still the each individual animations on there. Will, it's still your local machine, right? I, I mean, it's. I mean, if uh, you know, if there's the game says this person's walking and they're doing the walking animation, the game knows what the walking animation is supposed to look like. If there's 500 right. people on the screen, it's going to chug because it can't keep up with 500 walking animations. Even though it, someone might be walking in place, that's lag. But uh, someone doing like a stuttering walk, uh, that's probably your computer. Uh, DirectX 11 alleviates a lot of performance issues with vast amounts of people. Now, if your computer is sort of on the command side. It might not help you. You might not see a difference, but if you have a very beefy rig and you have a lot of people that normally slows your machine down with that, um, you will see a little bit of a frame rate, uh, less of a decrease on there. Okay, good. All right. Um, other fun things to talk about. Let's talk about flying. Yay, please. All right, so flying. Do you like to fly on flying mounts in current content? Yes, please. Of course you do. Don't we all? That's why we all win. Uh, we're not going going there. Uh, but flying mounts in Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> um, you can fly relatively early in Final Fantasy XIV once you unlock it for each zone. Now, first thing you need to do is get a flying mount. Now, before you can even unlock flying, you get the flying mount, so that's not an issue. So you always have something that can fly through the air. Um, mm-hmm. But... Uh, you do need one of those, obviously. And a lot of the existing mounts also have flying properties as well. Some of them do. Right. So uh, getting the flying mount to be able to fly 
isn't the issue. It's the actually unlocking flying. And what you need to do there is once you get through a certain point in the scenario quest, you will unlock the ability to gather the currents in each, each zone. Mm-hmm. The currents is um, some of them are side quests, some of them are main story quests, and some of them are just random points in the zone that you just have to lock up to and, and click on them, and you get that current. And once you get enough currents in that zone, you will then uh, unlock flying in the zone. So the recommendation that the developers have says if you explore the zone, go through the quest, you won't have any problem finding all the currents in the zone. In fact, they give you an item to actually help you find the currents that, you know, that one last current that you have to click on, it will help mm-hmm. you find it in the game by clicking oh, by like a little compass. So once you do that, you can then fly around to unlock new areas, new quests, new gathering zones, new hunts, new everythings. Mm-hmm. All right. Get the wind. Oh, and um, one that through the story, you can make your own airship. There is a Yay, oh my gosh. you get a personal airship as well that you can fly around on. I have not is done that a, yet. I need to work on it a little more. But is it, it is pretty there. much like a, a one person flying mount equivalent or yes, are there multiple that's exactly what it is. can you take passengers? Okay, great. No, no, not yet. There is a there is a couple um multi person uh, multi person mounts in the game, but they're through recur um refer oh, okay. Um which also got changed in the expansion. Uh I don't have that in the show notes. I'm just, but I'm just gonna, because I was looking at this for um, one of my, one of my uh, friends here that was here over the weekend. Uh, but you do a refer a friend, and they and they buy the game. You get the bro fist bump emote. So no, boom. yeah. Oh so wow. A two, per, a two person emote. So you do a fist bump. Oh, that is hilarious. Very cool. So yeah. So and, and as they. You can recruit more friends to get the you get additional rewards, or you can just have them uh, subscribe for a longer period of time to get a lot of rewards. And there's a lot of a lot of things that they're saying you can get a lot of things that are not published yet. Uh, but mm-hmm. multi-person uh, rewards, um, 99 uh, teleport tickets, so you can teleport around without spending any gill. Uh, for oh, those who are not okay. aware, um, instead of, to zip around from zone to zone, anywhere in the world, you you click on your teleport skill, and this has zero cooldown, but it costs money to teleport. So you just mm-hmm. click on one of the town, the town you want to go to, the little crystal you want to go to, you click on it, and you know, it says, are you sure you want to go? Or if you have one of the tickets, say, do you want to spend a, tic- a ticket so you can travel for free? Now, we as a, uh, in AIE, we always run the reduce rates uh, free company buff, which does reduce the cost of that, because okay. that is probably the biggest expense you know normal expense that and repairs unless you're addicted to crafting then i can't help you but you do what you, that you know we we tried to lessen the blow of that and we're, we're all also during the first chunk of the expansion we're also doing um uh, the experience buff as well so as you're adventuring we have a venture experience buff mm-hmm. okay okay very cool all right uh, let's see what else do i have on here um, so right now the game, um, it's going through its, uh, leveling process right now, which means, um, they're going to have the game run and you can go from, you know, from 50 to 60 or zero to 60, depending on you know, where you start the game at. And, uh, th- they want to have, want people to enjoy the game right now. So they actually don't have any end game raids in the game right now. And they said flat out, there won't be any raids for two weeks. Okay. So you can play the game casually and explore, maybe level a couple extra characters, do whatever you do, because, but the raids will start in two weeks. And then the raid this year is uh, Alexander. And for those who are not Warpsa? familiar with Alexander... Nope, Alexander, oh, the really? You went there? I went there, I'm sorry. Find the great, whatever. No, this Alexander in Final Fantasy lore, uh, because a lot of these things do have Final Fantasy... Uh, traditional Final Fantasy tropes on there, right? So good. So for those who played Final Fantasy in the past, let's say you played thirteen, and mm-hmm. um, one of the summons uh, was Alexander, which brings uh, brings down a gigantic um, armored castle with gigantic guns to blow up the little level one rat that you're trying to kill. <laughs> um, it's overkill. 
the epitome right. of. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's most summons are overkill. I mean, if if you play, like if you haven't played, you want to see some crazy summons. Uh, look up look up Final Fantasy Ten summons. Those okay. are some of the best. Uh, look up look, look them up on YouTube. They're pretty uh they are pretty cool. Pretty cool animations and take a long time. Um, that's, that's my phone. Hi. <laughs> That's the house phone. I can't. I can't mute that. <laughs> so we'll just let that go. But moving on from there, uh, Alexander in Final Fantasy fourteen is going to be the raid zone for this expansion. That's going to again start in two, uh, two weeks after the expansion. Hit, the expansion hits. So that's going to be in uh, early uh, about the first week in July is when it's, when that starts. And then two weeks from there, we will have the Savage version of it. So for those who want to have you know, a a very like almost like a heroic raid experience. That's what Savage is for. Uh, gotcha. And this thing is a gigantic fortress, which you're going to go into different sections of the fortress is going to be your raid. All right. I just went. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Da, 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 da. Those are the big points I have here. Um, membership. Uh, for AIE within there is way way up. We're having. Good. Uh, I think the the record that I saw online that I saw in my, you know, just my own personal notes there, was around thirty people online at a time. Perfect. And groups are f- um, dungeons are groups of four. That makes it really easy to find someone to go with. Oh, it's, That's oh, it's great. It's, it's, gr- it's real easy if for people who need to get caught up. I've never found a time that people were looking for people. They just said, you know, I need help with this dungeon so I can get into Heaven's Ward. Um, mm-hmm. No no problem. Eight. And it'd be, be not a problem. You know, people were just able to jump in there and finish up that content. Because um, you do need to finish up the, the 2.55 story quest line to be able to start Heaven's Ward because it, it does lead into each other. And there is a lot of story cool. elements that are a lot of the, you know, just like any other great, uh, great game, a lot of cliffhangers to end the two five five. So for, right. for those of us who were playing, you know, when two five two five five came down and we went through that and uh, had the very cinematic, very long but very um, tear jerking ending and cliffhanger ending. Mm-hmm. Um, Heaven's War picks up right where that leaves off, so we get some resolution on and some, oh, dare I say, revenge on on the things that happened <laughs> in in uh, two five five. So that's great. Um, I, I, it was, it's a great emotional story that you know. It's you know, I definitely you know, if you like to see look put up big DPS numbers and don't care about story, you, you know that the Final Fantasy does have a game for you there, but there it makes it much more worthwhile if you do get invested in the characters and the story and the whole culture that the other clashing of cultures you have throughout the game. Beautiful. Um, Hey, we have a uh, question from the chat room. It says, Abavan, can I ask what is your favorite race slash class in final fantasy 14? I feel like I'm getting set up here. Yes, you are. You are now. Okay, good. (laughs) My favorite class is black mage. Um, I thoroughly enjoy black mage. Um, I like the, the Black Mage in this game feels it's an ebb and flow type character where you need to use up all your mana to show up your, while you're in fire mode, which is your high DPS mode, to blow up to all those who oppose you. Um, and then when you run out of mana or MP, because, you know, it's the same thing, your energy, um, you go into ice mode. So you start throwing uh, you know, ice, ice spells out at the bad guys. And that will regenerate your mana. And so if it almost feels like how balanced used to feel back in, let's say, in Wrath and and right. maybe a little bit in uh, in Cataclysm. All right. So gotcha. it, it sort of sort of had that feel that feel there where you had that little ebb and flow on how uh, the Black Mage works, and I find it very fun. And there's a lot of synergy with a lot of other classes, such as Archer, and um, there is some. Some other class it uses some skills from. Um, as far as race goes, uh, there's a lot of races in the game. Uh, may I remind everyone that I am six plus feet tall in real life, um, two seventy something. Um, I need to lose some weight, but still, I'm a relatively large man. 
In Final Fantasy XIV, I play the Lalafell. Yes. Lalafell are about two feet tall. Oh they my gosh. are extremely cute. And um, I'll be uh, sure to tweet some pictures of, of me um, after the podcast so you can uh, you know, see how, how I am. Or just Google Lalafell. Um, Great. There's a couple um, Reddits out there for them that are pretty awesome. So it's like a, a goblin or a gnome standing next to a torn or Draenei. Think gnome that's not annoying. Yeah. Like like a gnome you want to hug, not punt <laughs> all the way across or beat into the ground repetitively because AIE says, all right, scoop run, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh. All right, I did just Google it. Oh, my gosh, they are f- bloody adorable. Um, yeah, have them do some dances or do some cheers. Um, I, I'll have to do some um, little um, compilations of, of the emotes because some of the emotes are pretty pretty awesome. Plus, there's the glamour system, which is like the transmog system in, uh-huh. uh, in WoW. Right. So you can make them look like uh, you know anything, you know nearly anything you want, like any gear set you want, and they look at you. There's a lot of cosmetic gear sets that are made just to make just to be cool. <laughs> yeah, just to be cool or look absolutely ridiculous or whatever you like. Um, um, I, um, but yes, I do play Lalafell. They are, they are uh, I do play primarily as black mage, but I do have a paladin as uh, at the fifty. I do have white mage at fifty. I do have archer to fifty. Um, so th- those are some of the classes that I do play. Um, On the same character or different? Yeah, characters? same character. Yeah, same character. I do okay. have most no, characters I- to at least thirty. Uh, I think I'm missing one or two from the old ones, and, and I have the new. Uh, the new uh, classes start at 30. So there's, uh, you do have to get to Heaven Wars to unlock it, but once you do, uh, those classes will start at 30. Gotcha. Very cool. Nice. Yeah, it's, um, it's a good, it's a fun class to play. Um, now with a Fantasia potion, which is something you get once you subscribe for 30 days, or you can mm-hmm. purchase them for $10, uh, $10 a pop. You can you drink one of those, and when you lock into the game next, you will come up with the character creation screen for your character, so you can change your class, you change your um, your your race, your gender, and all your all the fa- facial features and everything else right then and there. Um, it's oh, cool! Co- cost so it's it's you know it's the appearance change like you normally do, but it costs ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a it's a barber shop with ten for ten bucks. <laughs> Right now, there is a barbershop in the game for just changing um, hair and and facial features. Right. Um, but if you want to do a comp- but you want to do a complete redesign of your character, it costs you ten dollars. But the the in game barber, which only costs in game gill, um, is actually relatively um, it is relatively powerful for what it can do for no dollars. Gotcha. Right. Very cool. And. Um, and uh, if you want to redesign your character, and one of the things you can do is is download the the benchmark, which has the character creator built into it. So if you want to create the character before dropping the ten dollars, because you say mm, I'm not sure if I want to want to see how it looks, you can create the character in the character creator before dropping the ten bucks. Oh wow, that's great! And then save the template. Oh, and just import it into the game, right? Or let's say you didn't cool. buy the game yet. For shame on you, but. <laughs> you didn't buy the game yet, <laughs> but you want to see what the characters look like. You can download the the benchmark tool for free. There's no cost mm-hmm. for the benchmark tool, so you can purchase that oh, and then do create all the characters you want, and then say uh, until you decide that you know, uh, yes, I can afford the time to play another game or convert to Final Fantasy 14, whatever you want to do, and, and play the game from there. Mm-hmm. And there goes all of McCullough's free time. Oh, right? Wait, I don't have free time. It's fine. Oh, yeah, there we go. But I do kind of want to play around and see what the character creation looks like. Get, get the cat you end up with a cat person like uh, uh, Aludra. I'm not a cat person. Yes, we well, know. There's a lot of people. You can, you can get the character creator for free, so if you want to play around with that with no financial commitment, go mm-hmm. ahead and do that. You can go ahead and do that, and you can see how the game plays on your computer. If anything, it's oh. worth worthwhile for that. And yes, you do get a 
Um, I know you get a free potion. Uh, I know there's a question in the chat room saying uh, I thought you got a free potion with the expansion. Um, I know I got one through the collector's edition. I will not certain you got one with the uh, with the standard edition. I am about sixty percent sure you do. Not high, but okay. I'm more. I'm leaning more on the side of yes than no. They may have just thrown that in with the collector's edition to make it more attractive. Uh, probably because I mean this. I mean this is a collector's edition in this gigantic box. It wasn't the cheapest collector's edition I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. Now there is a digital collector you can get. You get all the um, digital items. Right, but um, now in case you don't, you have the room, or you don't have the, or you have no desire for all the uh, the the statues and the Blu-rays and the art books and so forth, you can still get it through. Um, th- you know, through the collectors uh, edition. Just digital stuff. You just get the you get the Griffin mount to get the um, uh, the Baron helmet and the uh, Fantasia potion and something else. I, I, I'm trying to remember what it is off my head. I guess I can look. At the box, <laughs> at the uh, at the uh, obnoxiously huge collector's edition. Yeah, <laughs> your head. There it is. Those are all the stuff it comes with, and you can see down here That's the impressive. the items, which you probably can't see because Google Hangouts resolution gets a little funky at times. But you do get a Griffin mount. You do get the Baron helmet to look like the Dark Knight from Final Fantasy IV. And by four, I mean what we we now call four. Um, I don't right. call. Yeah, because you know the back in the day there was a mix-up of U.S. numbers and Japanese numbers. They're all synced now, but I still call four four. And if you go to the iOS store or Steam and you buy four, you get what was two back in the day. Because yeah. <laughs> numbers are hard. Yes, now numbers are easy. At least yes. numbering Final Fantasies. Until you get to ten and ten two or thirteen thirteen two. <laughs> Thirteen three, yeah. Seven, seven remastered See, HD. Seven, yeah, seven point two. Oh, seven yeah, remastered. 7. Let's talk about seven remastered. Okay. Oh no, there's a can of worms that just opened. Yes, you did. Yeah, it's your fault. I am digging that. Okay, for those who don't know, at E3 happened you know, the big the big gaming event there, and there was a little teaser not long, but they did flat out just say, you know, with after a very gorgeous little cinematic. Beautiful, right. Uh, a nice little voiceover, and then it hit the like the first couple chords in, of the original Final Fantasy VII game, which made me jump out, literally jump out of my seat when I saw it. And then you know, show, show down, uh, you know, a little profile of Cloud and and Barrett, and there's a Final Fantasy VII sword. remake. Yeah, and it was I was jumping up and down. I am so stoked for this. Yeah. We were actually um, gaming that night, and our GM declared, so at 6 o'clock, we're going to need to put the game on pause. If we want to do dinner, then that'd be great, because I'm waiting for the Final Fantasy announcement. <laughs> yep. I just... Uh, the, the remake, and I think John mentioned this on his podcast, the remake kind of scares me, because... There's so much to seven and to remake that entire game in HD. If they miss something, they're going to have upset fans. Oh yeah, they are. Well, I think there will always be someone who'll be upset. Yeah. I think a reasonable fan who will (laughs) look at the, (laughs) look at this as a remaking something that is, Beloved by many people, bring it up to modern standards because there's a lot of people that this is uh, Final Fantasy VII was their first RPG oh, yeah. period, their mm-hmm. first introduction, not not just Final, first Final Fantasy game, maybe their first RPG, the first style of actually leveling up, put, uh, gaining gear to increase your stats, uh, finding the right synergies between different characters, adding material, and you know, going through a very epic storyline. This may be their first experience with that for a lot of people, especially. People um, my age and, and younger, uh, you know. Yeah. Now, some people there may not even played seven. They may, you know, they may be, you know, they, they may their first MMO, their, their first RPG experience might have been WoW for that. Uh, for that, um, so seven's a very important part of a uh, gaming history because that really I mean, that that made PlayStation the system. 
for a lot of people. Yeah. Oh yeah, <clears throat> definitely. And, and just a reminder, since we're talking about Final Fantasy, um, don't forget about a little game on iOS and Android called Final Fantasy yeah. Bookkeeper. If you like the record fighting, keeper, like the, record keeper. That's right. Yeah, if you like the fights and the oh god that. But yeah, no, it's it's fun and it will bring you back for all the different Final Fantasy uh, games. There you go. And uh, yeah, it's fun. Oh, there's my iOS tag. Feel free to add me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, it's a yeah, it's a fun little game. It plays a lot. Um, it has a. It's like kind of. Combination of all the Final Fantasy games, even the ones that may have been released in the United States originally, um, it was, yeah. So it, it rec- you be able to take characters from different ones and, and recreate boss fights and 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 trash from all the games, pretty much across all the ga- all the Final Fantasy game spectrum. Getting items, there's crafting involved, there's combinations, and probably the most my favorite thing about the game is that it is not a a cash grab. There's actually no. very few items that you can actually spend money on. In fact, I actually looked. I think there's too few ways to to spend money <laughs> spend on the money. game. <laughs> I, I was like looking for. I got stuck somewhere. I was like, all right, um, how much? Let's talk about it. And you couldn't spend money on it. You had to. Yeah. You had to play through the game and do the in-game stuff to get to it. <laughs> so yeah, the the addition of friends is really money it. if you wanted to. There's a, there is some stuff you can purchase for um, like for some extra loot rolls for cash, but nothing that is mandatory. In fact, not most things you can't spend real money on. You have yeah. to do it. And the with, by exchanging uh, your little friend codes with that one, there's a uh, a a form thread on that that I, of course I I'm on there and many others. You yep. you pop your friend codes in and you can bring in a one a character that you designated to be a realm hopper to fight with other people around there. If they use your character, then you get Gil and they get someone that can turn a tide of one of their fights that they're working on. So yep, it's beneficial for cool. both people. Yep. And again, that's on the forums, folks. Use the forums. Forums are good. Are. We use we use the forums quite a bit in Final Fantasy XIV um, to do a lot of coordination stuff. So I'll go there too to see how much awesomely fun uh, that we're having, and so um, we can help you have a great time in Final Fantasy XIV, and we can all collectively have a great time. Yes. Yep. All, all right. right. Anything else about Final Fantasy XIV or other? Uh, not right now. All I can say is, you know, we. I love to, you know, I love to introduce you to the game. Um, if you are not sure where to start. Give me a holler. I'll be more than happy to get you started in the game. I'll be more than happy to, you know, walk you through, get you get your feet wet. Um, if you're worried about, I haven't played one through thirteen. I don't know what's going on. Meh. Think Twilight you're Zone. Fine. <laughs> Think Twilight Zone. Yeah, exactly. There's themes. Each game has uh, they have similar themes to each one, but the story in the first episode of of the Twilight Zone doesn't apply to the eighth one at all. Right. Nothing. Reset. Is there is there a refer a friend at all? There is refer a friend. Uh, there there is a fourteen day trial that you, that you can do right now. But if you do refer a friend to our, when you actually purchase the game, you will both get rewards, including a little hat that will give you um, a experience. I think it's a temper. Yes, it's ten percent experience bonus up to level twenty, just by wearing okay. the hat, this and little hat, sure and many a other forum things. Thread. Yes, sure but you know, a forum thread with IDs and stuff. Uh, just say, you know, if, if you're looking to play the game, drop a message on there saying, hey, I want to play with AIE. Can someone give me a refer friend? You'll get a response in minutes. Very cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much. All right. So, uh, Twitter question from last week. Question was, what game, so Guild Wars 2, WoW, and or Final Fantasy, or any other, we will be spending a majority of your time in this week. Lovely Sybil says, Star Trek, 60%. Wow, 40%. Ayavago, wow, you'd say kind of like this guy's name. Ayavagos said, out of those, wow, but Door Kicker is really eating my time. 
States for the Healer says, wow, so many chores. And it's also fun exploring the new area and finding new things. Uh, Joe Brun, so a kerosene kid, I believe, says, uh, trying Hearthstone while on vacation. Dan Kinnia says, wow, has most of my gaming time this week. Our own Ivory Tiger Tetsemi says, wow, so much to see and explore. And Tay just said that he is uh, resubscribing to Final Fantasy this week. I'm sure that'll be the game I play the most. Wow comes in second, of course. Kazrick says, Final Fantasy 14 for me. Our new question actually relates directly to Heaven's Ward, and Ted's going to ask it because I can't read show notes. So Final Fantasy XIV Heaven's Ward, awesome expansion or awesomest expansion? What do you love and don't love about it? And that's our show tonight. With the chat, While the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Abavan for joining us. Abavan, where can people find you besides the forums? I know you're at Abavan on uh, Twitter. Indeed. And where uh, else can they find you? Well, um, at Abavan on Twitter, as was just said there. Um, you can also uh, look, look up the, the, the Final Fantasy XIV AIE Twitter account, uh, which is... Uh, a- AIE underscore XIV. Um, we also tend to use the hashtag in, internally for um, hashtag FFXIV AIE. It's a little hashtag we use internally. Um, elsewhere on the interwebs, uh, I am Abavan pretty much everywhere now. Um, so for those who are PlayStation players, Abavan. For those who are Steam players, Abavan. Uh, for those who play other games with me, Abavan. Abavan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much a one-trick pony. I'm pretty much a one-trick pony Very at that point. cool. <laughs> right. All right. So, if you have questions or comments about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us at Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Eludra is at, a, at Eludra underscore AIE. I am at Cyberwave. And Tetsami is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room like so many amazing folks did tonight and play along with us on the website, theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all of the great AIE member segments we received this week, including Ask Miss Mulgrew. ODN is on temporary hiatus and we'll be back next week. All right. And by the way, we are taking next week off uh, to celebrate the 4th of July. After that, though, we'll be talking to the crew from Eve on July 12th. So until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Ted Semi. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Bye! And welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, what is the most appropriate bottle of hooch to use to launch the first ship from my new garrison docks? All seafaring societies have a traditional way to christen a ship for good luck on its maiden voyage. Depending on who is launching the ship, Different kinds of liquids can be used. Humans tend to prefer champagne because they like fizzy drinks. The Kaluak like to use pungent seal whey for its ability to stick to and seal any tiny holes in the hull of their hunting canoes. Although it has been rumored that Kajakola is the drink goblins use for their ships, 
This is a falsehood. Goblins are cheapskates. So fishing up a bottle of Rumsey Rum Black Label from a floating wreckage pool off the coast of Tenaris is their usual method of choice for launching any new floating explosive device. If they stuck to using Cola, they would probably go through fewer antiseptic bandages at their launch parties. I am Miss Mogger, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mogger on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com.